Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. A couple of uh, emails, R-A-D, at radradio.com. Uh, first one is from uh, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. We're talking about the annual stupidity that comes up every time this year where people start bitching and moaning that the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a, a, a national holiday. Hell yeah. Um, Andrew says the day after the Super Bowl is one of your best shows to hear your thoughts on the game, the halftime show this year, Swift, Swiftness, all the stupid stuff people did, <laughs> and, of course, Steve's take on the game. Yes, we will, we will have all of that. Steve Miggison will be on Monday morning to talk about the actual game. We'll go over all the best commercials, the USA Today ad meter, even though we've all seen all the damn commercials already. Uh, the halftime show depending on you know who shows up what the yes yes the 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 survey or the study that that we cited in the previous segment where uh, productivity costs it's like cost american companies six and a half billion dollars because everybody's hungover they're not working or they're talking about the game it's it's i didn't need a study for that first of all it's believable second of all i don't do a goddamn piece of work for for next monday's show it's the super bowl we just we just recap what we saw uh, so it is a nice, easy day to skate through. Yeah, and just think, if you had it off because it's a holiday, you could just lay in bed and listen to our show for the Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Stupid idea, which, of course, uh, got us off onto the uh, tangent of uh, the, this four-day work week idea that's that's floating around that Europe's been doing forever because, you know, they're so productive. <laughs> um, but then comes the, the, the same reason we can't oh, figure out daylight savings time. It, it, half the country wants to stay lighter longer the other half wants to say darker earlier or whatever the hell it would be yeah uh and same thing which which four days would we work and dawn's on team monday and i'm on team friday for the same reason that peter is dawn four day work week should start on fridays most holidays are already on mondays if we have monday off it would take away from those days oh, off. oh yeah okay yeah Ooh, didn't think of that it's always been my thought process if we were going to do it and we won't in my lifetime so it doesn't matter <laughs> and fridays are so fun they feel like the weekend anyways the second you're off work on a friday you typically just go and have fun on the weekend anyway it's like your day to like kind of just let everything go and start yeah. your fun which right. is so my let's point. make that thursday now no see that's my reasoning and then that's why you have the monday because it almost feels like right. you have four days great so you won't get president's day off you won't get memorial yeah. day off i didn't think that i mean you, you won't get the benefits of, but a of lot that. of people don't have that and a now lot, right? and now you won't yes um also michelle wrote in uh, we were talking about the the puppy bowl uh, which is uh, this, uh, this weekend, obviously. It's uh, the 20th anniversary, and we're going through some of the fun names that some of the dogs have. And I got a few emails, so uh, I did confirm. Michelle uh, says, I heard Bark Purdy is from the Sacramento SPCA. Yes. Oh, no oh, way. It's cool to gosh. see a local pupper representing in the Puppy Bowl. Oh, and uh, one of our listeners wrote in and said something about, I guess, uh, her son has visited Brock Purdy, or, or not uh, Bark Purdy, sorry, or knows the person who's an uh, SPCA person. I don't know. So, yeah, so, uh, famous. Uh, by the way, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, how appropriate. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. Uh, what's coming up, Rando? We have uh, some really compelling footage oh. of my puppy, Sadie, the Bernadoodle. Uh, she's at eight weeks now, and she is starting she to... nine. Well, Before so... Before we get red-penned... No, it's because I, I'm red penning myself because we were under the impression that she was eight when we got her. Ah, so and, and we found out uh, from the breeder that she was only seven weeks when I when we got her. Um, so she's been weaning off of her mom, and now the new mom is uh, Nicole, my fiance. Um, but in these videos, she's finding her voice and she's playing uh, fetch and she's playing with the brush that she's going to be brushed with. And Walter's very unhappy with her getting into his business. 
Um, and it's just great to see her gr- growing and showing what she's going to be. Like. Is, is the slow progression of Walter the Hound continuing to at least tolerate, if not like her, still going? It's certainly getting better. Okay. Um, she she can now walk up to him as long as she doesn't provoke him by barking and, and nipping at him, which is why he really gets worked up. It's like, just be calm around me. Right. Don't try to nip at me. Get out of my bubble. Right? It's, it's the same in dog land as it is in human land. Oh, man. The older dog. Settle down. God, you bother me. Why are you so excitable? Lord. God, life isn't that happy. God. We'll happily put your dogs or other animals up if you just horizontally record them. Email us, R-A-D, at radradio.com. Super Bowl is Sunday. The defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, touchdown in Las Vegas at 8.15 p.m., on Sunday, yesterday, and the Niners landed at 9.20, so both teams are in Vegas uh, for the rematch of Super Bowl 54 when the Chiefs came back and beat the Niners 31-20. to The Chiefs are trying to become the first team to repeat as Super Bowl champions since the 2005 Boo. New England Patriots. So, all right, we know that will not happen already. Um, I don't know why I'm going to start going through all of these uh, animal predictions, uh, other than it's a, t- a tradition around here where, you know, a dolphin tells you who's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. uh, but we already know, I saved it uh, from uh, Willie's co-worker uh, through his conspiracy theory that he had uh, worked up before the conference championship game. So back that, that two weekends ago, remember when the Niners came back and beat the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens before those games were played? Willie's co-worker had already figured out the outcome of the Super Bowl because we were talking about the conspiracy about, say, like the logo, the color of the logo. The logo was released back in September, and it was designed two years ago for the Super Bowl. And so everybody knew because of the colors that it was going to be, since it was red and purple, the San Francisco 49ers against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. Oops. Oops. So, yeah, you know, but red and purple make red, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so uh, Willie's co-worker said that the two remaining games, the conference championships, featured the number one and the number three seeds. Those are where they were ranked, right? The, the, the Ravens and the Niners were number one. The Lions and the Chiefs were the number three seeds. So one and three, you put them next to each other, that's a 13, which is Brock Purdy's number. And the Niners played in their 19th conference championship, and 19 minus 13 is six. And so the Niners are going to win their sixth Super Bowl championship Says Willie's coworker. It's a lot of a lot of mathematics, a lot, lot of headaches, a lot of pretzel ways to make sure. So this is this is how this works. Willie's wow. coworker wanted to figure out a way to explain how the 49ers are going to win, and then he had to figure out the through the traversing of all those numbers. I mean, that's great. It it's adds a waste up, of time. Adds up to me though. Uh, so let's go. A waste for, of time. That was very important. First to uh, Florida, uh, at the Gulf Breeze Zoo, Kenya the giraffe was unleashed from her stall on Friday morning. Offer different breakfast buckets. They were labeled as either the San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on, Niners! And Kenya plunged her nose deep into the Chiefs bucket. Therefore, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Paid that giraffe off. Yep, there were <laughs> treats in that bucket. We need we need humans to have breakfast buckets. I'm jealous. A bucket of breakfast? So, uh, so Dawn, you've officially decided to root for the Niners because you were wavering for a while because of the Kelseys and all that. Well, I know, but I, it's the wrong Kelsey that's in the Super Bowl. It was Jason Kelsey. But he's going to be sad if Travis doesn't win. Eh, or will he? <laughs> Fair point. He, he never got a ring himself, did he? I mean, he could really give his brother grief. Um, let's go to Essex County, New Jersey at their zoo on Friday. Lady Edwina, who is a groundhog on Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, this has to be legit. I mean, it's on her day. Right. 
I mean, two years ago, she predicted that the Philadelphia Eagles would defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs won. <laughs> she also predicted the Rams would be victorious against the Cincinnati Bengals. She was right on that one. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, Lady Edwina says that the Kansas City Chiefs will defeat the oh, 49ers. Oh, first time you're going to be wrong. On a Sunday. Well, second, because she predicted the Eagles. Thanks okay. for listening. Oh, yeah, that's right. Appreciate yeah. you that's, following along. It's not your day anymore. Uh, a couple more groundhogs, <laughs> this time at Chimney Rock State Park in North Carolina. There's two groundhogs there named Yammy and Tater. <laughs> Why are there so many groundhogs kept in captivity? <laughs> I know, right? Why don't we release them? We can just go pick them out of the wild. Why are, why are we releasing them, but we're keeping the rest of the animals in captivity? I'm just in curious. Zoo? I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. giraffes are cooler. I, I, I don't I'd, know. I'd rather yeah. go see a giraffe. Like a groundhog, you could probably just go out to a field somewhere and find them. I mean, I, I hate to say this since my husband works in a zoo. I'm not a huge fan of zoos. No, I hate them. I hate them. Yeah, they're... I'm just, they're very mm. depressing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do yeah. zoos. But I'm fine with rodeos. I know. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> Um, according to the Chimney Rock Zoo staff, their groundhogs are 62% accurate on their Super Bowl picks. I don't know how they come up with that since there's two of them, and they didn't agree this year. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Tater has chosen the Chiefs, and Yammy says that uh, 49ers. Well, there you uh, go. Yammy, you're the one. We'll, uh, we'll win. Ooh, ooh. You're uh, far superior, Yammy. As we continue to traverse the stupidity that is this country of... <laughs> Taking random animals, predicting the Super Bowl, uh, the uh, Billings Zoo in Montana, they, they really have taken this to another notch. They're promoting when their animal will be doing his predictions. Uh, their red panda, Pabu, who was wrong last year, will choose the Super Bowl champion between the Niners and the Chiefs this Wednesday at 11 a.m. and will be broadcast live on local radio station Hot 101 during the Big J Show. All right. Yeah, that's their biggest day. Uh, Pabu will choose between two delicious oh, bamboo stalks. No, the stalk that is chewed on first will be this year's projected Super Bowl what? winner. I will I will get you that information Please. Uh, Thursday. Can't wait to hear. Morning. I'm bummed it's not being broadcast, <sighs> you know, live all over the oh, world. I'm sure I'm sure Hot 1019 has a website, Don. I'm sure you could listen <laughs> online. Uh, here's a human that actually predicts football. Uh, four years ago, NFL Network personality Peter Schrager cr- correctly predicted the Kansas City Chiefs, to win the Super Bowl before the season started. So you remember Steve Mickelson said before this season started, it would be the Chiefs and Niners, and the Niners would win. Schrager did that four years ago and was right in September as well. Then a year later in September, he correctly picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Damn. The next year, he correctly picked the Los Angeles Rams. Whoa. And then the Chiefs again last year. Oh, okay. He's pretty good. Four seasons in a row (gasps) in September, he predicted who would win the Super Bowl and was right. His streak of predicting the champion lives on in year five. This time, he's correctly predicted both teams competing in Super Bowl 58 in whoa, September. Whoa! He predicted it would be the Niners versus the Chiefs. Well, this, 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 he's a witch. Yeah. And he uh, he predicted the score as well. He says the winner with the exact in September of the Super Bowl on Sunday will be 34 to 28, and the Kansas City Chiefs will yet again be your Super Bowl oh, champion. Babe. Or not. That's it. That's why we play the games. Ugh. God. He's wrong. Okay. You don't care. You really don't care. I mean, I care for my husband and you and Pops and everyone else on my and life. And you know, the Niners. you know that your husband and I, in the end, will be fine. We, <laughs> we're just going to enjoy the game and maybe be pissed off for, yeah. what, 20 minutes? See, this is a good thing I'm not a true sports fan because I'd be mad. Ugh. I would rip a shirt. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, nobody wants that. You would like you when you're angry. <laughs> no, no, 
again. I'm just ripping the shirt. Oh, by the way, thank you, Greg, for correcting me. Yes, Jason Kelsey does have a Super Bowl ring. That's right. The Eagles beat the Patriots uh, years ago. Oh, good. He yeah. does. Yay. Yes. Yay. Oh, thank I, God. I feel so much better now. Me too. Me he too. He's retiring. He deserves one. Yeah, Yay. And, and he already has it. Yay. Yay. Thank God. Jason Kelsey's happy. <laughs> Oh, I hate this week. Oh, God. I just, I just hate it. Uh, the NFL uh, Pro Bowl uh, was uh, over the weekend. We talked about this last week. It's a stupid event. It's always been a stupid event. Nobody's ever cared about the Pro Bowl. Nobody nobody from the two Super Bowl teams show up because they've got to get ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, and a lot of players don't play in the past because they don't want to get injured. And, and it's a meaningless game. Uh, the only reason they used to even show up was a vacation in Hawaii, which they don't hold it in Hawaii anymore. Because the NFL has they put themselves in this position where they're all about player safety. Yes, the most dangerous game that we play in America. You know, we're gonna we, we're gonna let them keep being dangerous for 17 weeks, well, 20 weeks a year, all the way through the Super Bowl or whatever it is. But for the Pro Bowl, uh, they've got to twist it, and so they've they've changed it the last two years. Pro Bowl is a bunch of skills competitions things and you're throwing a football through a target and they did a golf shot thing and it's so dumb and the players don't care they used to run up the score and sure enough uh, for the second year in a row they played the flag football game uh, yesterday uh, the nfc won <laughs> uh, further proving how little they care it's 64 to 59 because it's just let them oh, score geez. even though all you gotta do is run and, and, and yank a flag with like i don't want to run too hard i might pull my hamstring yeah well, they seriously played flag version yeah yeah they did last year too that's that's, oh. that's what they've changed to avoid injury at the at the Pro Bowl, uh, and that brought up somebody wrote in when we talked about it last week that that flag football is going to be in the Olympics and it's true the 2028 Summer Olympics uh, announced the inclusion of the sport and uh, that when I was really quickly doing some googling that's where I found the story that Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs has already said I want to play wow. I want to play flag football in the in the because he wants a, an Olympic gold medal it's the only way a football player can get one short of qualifying in a totally different sport. So, uh, and I was speculating, well, I mean, the NBA, all their players, they go play in the Olympics for the country that they're from, so it makes sense. Next year, uh, 2025, owners, the Players Union, and the International Olympic Committee will decide whether NFL players can participate uh, and whether or not there would be some sort of selection process similar to how USA Basketball evaluates the NBA flag football is growing across America for not just kids, but adults as well. Uh, and the uh, the NFL has a huge, uh, what is it? Uh, they call it doo -doo -doo -doo, NFL flag, which is the largest organized flag league in the world. There were in 2019, 300,000 members. There are now 700,000 members. Jeez. There are adult leagues and divisions for children as young as five. Eight states have sanctioned girls flag football Aww. as a varsity sport. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we had one right in last week uh, from because uh, California and Nevada are both uh, two of those seven states. Uh, and the NCAA sanctioning process is underway because, I, you know, for, for those of us that have lived long enough, we worry, is that because that's where the ultimate game is heading to where we're, we're getting so over-concerned about player safety and injuries and equality. Why don't we just make the NFL a flag football league and it can be men and women playing against one another because they're not in pads and they're not hitting one another. It's all equity. That's how the adult leagues are working around the country already. I, I don't know. I, I just, fortunately, I don't think it will happen while I'm still coherent uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to care, but and, and maybe that's not the plan. Maybe the plan is nothing more than to give people a way to play football exactly in an organized way, but but not worry about getting hurt because they've got other jobs and other careers. 
the only problem then is why are we encouraging NFL players to play in the Olympics? That's where it kind of gets dumb. Well, I don't, whatever. I don't like it either because it's showing that we we're now making dangerous sports, quote unquote, make them easier and softer and no more injuries. What are we going to do next in basketball? We're going to wear helmets. Are we going to take hockey away? Are we going to put like more padding on the hockey players? Hey, they're already getting rid of fights in hockey. It's slowly, slowly getting rid of fights. When did that happen? Oh, it's been going on. Really? It's been going on for a decade. Uh, Pretty soon they'll outlaw it. I mean, it's all, it's all, that's, that's always the concern is how far do we go? But see, then flag football this may not be dictating where football is going. That I, I look at it as how Rob ended what he was saying um, when, you, when you were talking. This gives the opportunity for more people to play because clearly not everyone can play actual football. But why does the it's... NFL feel the need to play flag football in the Pro Bowl? Why are they, why are they is, saying yeah. we want to send our players who play flag football? I mean, that is a big question. Right, and that's where – and <laughs> like, because – we have seen what Kyle described in sports over the decades. There's a lot of us that go, I don't, I don't like where this is headed. I, I, this, this feels bad. Well, yeah, and it is scary because if you look at the youth of today, a lot of them are playing flag football. A lot of the parents don't like their kids playing tackle football. Right. And if the NFL's catching on to it, they're going to be like, we're going to have to change here in another 20 years. We might not have tackling anymore. And I'm, that, oh, I just got goosebumps. I'm convinced like that, that that conversation has been had and that this is this is a contingency for that exact possibility as as this continues to you know to to roll down the hill and we get more and more soft about grown adults making the choice to put their bodies on the line to play a sport that is dangerous and that's just not okay with too many people yeah i mean like this is part of like living in a society sadly things like this might happen that you don't like i mean if this is where it's going because the majority of people, right, Kyle, you and Rob are out on an island maybe by yourself, and the majority of people are fine with this and, it where, and it's where it goes, then it's, I don't know. I've just come to the point where it's easier just to, okay, you know what? Well, D- like democracy is playing yeah. out. More people are deciding. Whatever it is that we get upset about that used to be one way and now it's not, it's like, okay, this is what it's like when you live in a full-on country where you have different people well, some of them are gonna yeah. you know think differently this is the problem is that it's not there's not a clamoring by nfl fans for this nfl fans who make the 15 billion dollar in industry go they don't want any of this so it's being forced it's, on them is the difference. it's people who are who, who in many cases they have little weenie kids mm-hmm. and they don't want the little weenie kids to be playing against the big kids so they because it's not fair and then you have weenie adults who want to play football and they don't want to play t- or they want to play with their kids or whatever they're the ones that are driving this it's like everything else in this country it is the fringe minorities on both sides that are making all of our decisions i've also seen though like um parents that love football they, they they'll watch high school football they even watch the nfl and they love it and their kids are far from being a wuss i mean there is a place for that what you said but there's also this going on and their kids want to play but they won't allow their kids to play because even though they enjoy the sport and they enjoy watching it they know how dangerous it is and so they cannot bring themselves to allowing their kids to sign up for that well it's stupid because life in general is dangerous you get in a car accident more often than kids probably get injured at a football game i'm just there's so many other things in this world to be afraid of than getting tackled with pads on. No, there is. But I think, like, for parents, right, that's a balance they have to figure out every day. Which risk are they going to take and which with their kid and which one are they not? And, unfortunately, and some have decided we, not, football is not a risk they're going to take. We live in a society that lives by the motto, better safe than sorry, which is how cowards live. Um, and m- most of this stuff doesn't work. 
right? It was 15 years ago. I was I was documenting on the show uh, that, uh, and it's still true today. The exact same number of kids wind up in the hospital in the ER with injuries to their heads and necks from riding their bikes with helmets as when we didn't make them wear helmets. It's done nothing. The exact same number of kids get run over every year by usually parents or adults backing over them, even though we have all of these backup cameras. You're paying about $3,000 on average more for your vehicles, yeah. and we're running over the same number of kids. It, 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 to Kyle's point, to my point, you're going to hurt yourself running in flag football. There's still going to be injuries. It's just, it's, it's just so stupid. But let's get back to the fun. We have a quick <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift update. See, they're trailers, so we go to the trailer park. See, Travis Taylor. Tra- trailer. I didn't make it up. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night. People shouting, that goes trailer. Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind. As I mentioned, uh, Taylor Swift had a couple wins at the Grammys last night, which proved to social media that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, and great news. Uh, we already knew that, that the, what the plan was. It has been announced that Taylor Swift has secured a parking spot for her private jet when she attends the Super Bowl in Vegas on Sunday. Thank God. Oh, you get a parking spot? The uh, pop star will be traveling from Tokyo straight off an Eras tour performance on February 10th. She and her pilots and her team actually made slot requirements when she and Travis first started dating because there was a good chance the Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl, and obviously the Super Bowl city gets overwhelmed with private jets uh, flying in, so they were smart enough to do that. Uh, Jordan Brown, the CEO of Jet Agency in Las Vegas, explained that private jet parking is similar to making <laughs> dinner reservations. Wow. Uh, at Henderson Executive Airport and North Las Vegas Airport, uh, Jones says, quote, we were filled up weeks ago. And we've gotten calls every day from people wanting to fly in for the game. It's a little disheartening that we can't help them. Do they do like they do with the rest of parking? Like there's pregnancy parking. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there, there are. There, you know, if you read through this, there are actually some. Pre- there's something called the. Do they have this in here? There's something called the drop and go flights, where passengers are dropped off in the airport. Or the, air, the aircraft flies away, or for parking oh, or whatever. So don't you dare park in so curbside. There's. There are all sorts of options. It is. It is just like anything else. That's I know great. football parking is pretty expensive when you go to a stadium. <laughs> what are the private jet parking spots yeah. costing people? It's pricey. I, I got a buddy uh, who who flies a private jet. He said that the, the the storage and the parking is what really gets you, not so much the fuel. Do you oh. get a handicap placard to put in the plane? Yeah, <laughs> closer up. It is. It is. There is quite a there is quite a process to it too, oh, because you have to you have to you or you you reserve your spot by time. So you have to get there on time. Oh damn! And you only have it for so long, and then you got to get out by a certain time because again. Private jets are flying in all the time. So you're rolling late. You're like, get out. Guess, you guys all y'all gotta get I gotta keep rolling. Yeah. Get out. Or they'll they'll tell you if you're too late, they're like, You've lost your spot and you know, t- t- sorry, unless somebody else doesn't get theirs and you, you fly you're gonna have to land somewhere else. Uh let's play the pressure cooker right now. Now remember you get to pick the prize. Uh if you're a ninety or older, according to uh, Sean who emailed in an hour ago. You'll probably want the Alan Parsons Project tickets at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. That show is uh, Friday, May 22nd. 
Uh, or you can choose the Killer Queen uh, tickets on March 24th. That's a tribute to Queen. And Yellow Wolf is Saturday, April 6th. All the shows are at the Grand Sierra Resort. You'll just pick which show you want to see. The Pressure Cookers are our daily trivia game that we play every single day, but we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right in 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the Pressure Cookers. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.